0: To still buffering a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us i am riley smurl i'm sydney mcroy
1: and i'm taylor smurl
0: i don't know what to do with myself
1: now that loki's over
2: (laughs) same actually well actually no i've been going back and watching the entirety of the mcu like just Mm. working backwards
0: Mm.
1: good yeah still trying to avoid any movies so that i don't have any context for (laughs) anything
2: I just don't understand. There's, there's so many callbacks to other things. How are, these, how are they
1: making sense to you? Uh, I mean, I watched WandaVision. <laughs> I, I don't know how you got through I, WandaVision not understanding. I have seen, okay, I have seen Doctor Strange and I have seen Black Panther.
0: Again, neither of these are really central movies to like the overall like MCU plot of the characters you've been watching.
1: I yeah. feel, this is true. I did watch Thor Ragnarok recently. Okay. okay that gives you some...
0: At least that has Loki in it.
2: I
1: didn't yeah. see... And I i think I saw one of the other Thors a long time ago, but I don't really remember. <laughs> I saw a Thor. <laughs> I saw a Thor. I was pregnant. That's all I remember. I was at a movie theater. I was pregnant. I was uncomfortable. I was unhappy. There was a Thor. Mm-hmm. I don't remember literally anything else about it. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Sid. I mean, I, the, the MCU on a whole is a lot to take in, but like, if you like the character of Loki... You should watch the Thor
1: movie yeah.
2: <laughs> at least. They're very good.
1: I really liked Ragnarok. I love that movie. It's very it might good. Might my f- favorite movie of the MCU. It's so funny when I, not to spoil anything, but the scene where Loki steps off the ship and is like, "Your savior is yeah. here." That is, that <laughs> I laugh so hard. Which you know was I was given more context because I'd already been watching the show Loki. So right mm. there, you go. I see.
2: Well, I will. I will say like uh, watching the. I, going back and like I basically went back and watched all the movies that had Loki in it and like getting like the full development of the character is really cool like just seeing mm-hmm. like where he started and where he is now <laughs> Tom Hiddleston is just having so much fun
1: there. Yeah. And again, not. I don't want to spoil anything because the show. That especially you've never even seen Loki. No, I haven't. Riley, I know. I don't know uh, what you're doing. Okay,
0: well, Sydney, I've at least seen the MCU movies. <laughs> yeah, you at really least I'll can't. watch Loki having the correct proper context. <laughs> just saying, there is a moment, and this doesn't ruin
1: anything, where there is an extended shot. Taylor, you'll know what I'm talking about. Of just Tom Hiddleston in the in the last episode, just his face going that's through good. a range of emotions that was just like one of the most moving I don't know 30 <laughs> seconds I've ever seen <laughs> on television just watching and trying to figure out what all the things I'm supposed to understand from him and that's it was just amazing
2: mm-hmm.
1: I
0: just
2: I just think you would be to join this so much more if you had
0: context <laughs> <laughs> Cindy's just watching no no thoughts just Tom Hiddleston yeah, and
2: this would this be it. like just like just watching like The Empire Strikes Back and being like, "I'm good. I think I got it all." Like, <laughs> there, there's more, and there's before, and there's all sorts. Of what?
1: <laughs> I just my understanding is that
0: people die in some of those movies, and that's just so sad for me. It really reminds <laughs> me of that that internet series where that one reporter watches the first episode and the last episode of a series she's never seen before, mm-hmm. and just the first and last and nothing in between, this is what I, this is what you're doing. The one on How I Met Your Mother was really good. That was very good. <laughs> uh, that w-
1: this was like the fact that I have seen exactly one episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, I have was... also seen one episode of <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> At some point in the not the last season, but the one before the last season, uh-huh. and I was sitting there watching it with mom and dad while Justin was out of town, and I was like... And then dad, of course, wants to start explaining to me who people are and what's happening. And I'm like missed a lot. Why is that uncle so angry? Like I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why is that
2: uncle so angry could really be the entire show. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't understand what's happening.
1: And then trying to tell Justin about it later, I was like, I watched a Game of Thrones, and he was like, because um, he was he watched just one show. game, yeah. He was like, which one? <laughs> one I was game. like, I don't know. There were boats on fire and an angry uncle. It was really it was really <laughs> intense. People seemed upset. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't see a dragon, but I've heard there were some. I think three, three dragons. There, three. Were. Yes. Mm.
2: there were yes, three dragons.
0: I Fascinating. That. I don't. Mm. I see.
1: I, I don't know well, anything about the dragons. <laughs> Mom and
2: dad are really good at getting you to watch like the episode of something that is both the most incongruous and also ruins everything. That's like the single episode <laughs> of The Good Place I've seen. Oh, <laughs> no. I think Gave away a huge reveal. Oh no. Like and The, the Good Place is the so last good season, too. I think or the last episode Oh of the no. That's the one I've seen and I'm like, "Oh, oh, so oh, so all up until then you thought this was true and okay. Well, I'm not going to watch that show.
1: <laughs> oh no, that's a so bummer cuz that's an amazing series. It's a beautiful. Show. It's so good. It's a beautiful ending. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. We got to talk about it. I want to talk about it at some
0: point on the show.
1: See, well, and the the nice thing about the, the yeah. yeah, we should. The nice thing about that show is that um, I said I don't like shows where people die, but see, in that show you start off with the premise everybody's dead. <laughs> so and you know, so you know I don't actually, have to worry yeah. about it. Like, it's already in the past, and here they are. This is why it stresses me out. I haven't seen the new Black Widow yet, and I'm stressed out about it because, again, I've never seen any of the MCU movies, mm-hmm. but I've heard rumors that perhaps Black Widow may perish in mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And I know that this is like a prequel, but like, that still makes me sad. But then you know she's safe. Like, you know.
0: But this is like in the past. But Florence Pugh <laughs> is also in it. It just still makes me
1: sad. Yeah, though. she's amazing, too. I, know. I watched it.
0: I still haven't seen it.
1: I'm so good, I am I told Justin I would watch it. I promised him I'd watch it. But I'm just, I'm worried.
2: <laughs> You're. Uh, I, I, I don't think, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I, I don't, I think you would enjoy it. I don't think you should be worried.
1: Um, okay. I, well, so wait, you haven't seen Captain Marvel? Nope. What? I, I'm sorry. Ending, that movie was made for you. Um, (laughs) Charlie is a huge Captain Marvel fan. She's never seen the movie. She's never seen the movie either. She has like two Captain Marvel costumes and the doll and like talks about Captain Marvel all the time and we've never seen the movie. Justin has seen I'm sure Justin has seen all these movies. If you see one movie in the MCU I I think you need to see Captain Marvel. Yeah. Maybe I will. I'm not avoiding anything. Part of it is that movies... kind of are. Well movies are so long. Well. Uh huh. You know. Like none of them can be just like an hour and sometimes oh, that's a TV show episode. Yeah. Well, and that's why I, we have time to watch TV episodes between when the kids go to bed and when one of us starts falling asleep on the couch. But <laughs> or if it's a movie that my kids can watch, but a lot of those movies are a little intense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, can can my kids watch Captain Marvel? I'm trying to think. I don't know. It is intense.
0: It's. Not... I wanted to say yes, but I'm not sure.
1: J- yeah. Justin has seen it. I can ask him. Although I can't trust. You know what though? You can't trust either of our judgment. No, we're we're both terrible about. It. We've both shown the kids things that were like, oh, oh, oops, oh, turn it off, turn it off. I forgot about that part. Grappling with the whole concept of death in Beetlejuice. Well, and then every once in a while, Mom will be like, "Have they seen Charlotte's Web yet?" And I'm like, "No." And they never will. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, how about Old Yeller? <laughs> <laughs> we're not watching Charlotte. Are you kidding
0: me? <laughs> And then Charlie's like, "Why can't we watch Charlotte's Web?"
1: I'm like, "Spiders are scary."
0: <laughs> it reminds me of that one episode of Friends when Phoebe finds out that her mom never showed her the ending of any of the sad movies growing up. Oh. it's like Charlie. Yeah. You show her Charlotte's Web up until like the last, I don't know, twenty minutes. It's like go, the yeah. Princess Bride. Yeah, you just read the good parts. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'll give him the good parts version. Totally fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a it's the end of the woods, Junior. Right, just act one. Uh-huh. And Jr. is just act one when everything is still happy. And then act two starts and everyone <laughs> dies. It's like, what would kids like ended at act one? <laughs> That's right. That's what kids would like. It's all happy. Yeah. *Uh*, What are we what are we talking about this week? I have no lead. It's Harry Styles. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> A segue.
2: Perfectly safe for, for children, I think, uh, his music. Uh-huh.
1: Except that I was I was listening to the music with uh, Charlene Cooper Uh and they just continually said, play Watermelon Sugar again. Play Watermelon Sugar. I want the watermelon song just over and over again. So like we had to listen to that 20 times. And finally, I was like, I have to listen to
0: the other songs on this album. (laughs) Um, You know, I was looking at I was looking up this album to see when it came out and everything and right at the top of the Wikipedia page. talks about the album themes, and it has a quote from Harry Styles where he said the theme of the album is having sex and feeling sad.
2: (laughs) I think I understood those themes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. okay. Okay.
1: All right. Um, I don't know that I knew that was all. (laughs) That's it. That's all. I mean, I understand. I've seen the music video for Watermelon Sugar. I understand why it's unfortunate that my children keep demanding we listen to it over and
2: over again. Yeah, I felt like the extent of the album was "I'm a sad boy," "I'm a sexy boy," "I'm a sad sexy boy."
0: It's not why we all love Harry Styles though. He's
1: a sad sexy
0: boy. I think I'm right on that, right? Yeah, I didn't know he was that
1: sad. I mean, I know there are songs on there. That are, there are songs on there that are sad-ish, but like there are also songs that are. Chill. Why didn't Why didn't he tell me about this? He I didn't, didn't know he was, was feeling so on. sad. I would have tried to cheer him up, um, or just let him be sad. It's okay to be sad
0: sometimes yeah and, well, little by little in his music you'll feel better again yeah. that's what daniel tiger told me oh, there you go mm. um just like everything is connected to daniel tiger everything's also connected to taylor swift did you know they used to date
1: uh i believe you've referenced this in our
0: in one of our many Taylor
1: Swift. Yes. <laughs>
0: just episode. wanted to point that out
2: again wait are there any taylor
1: swift songs that are about harry styles
0: yes uh the one called style oh
1: not mm. your most subtle Taylor. No. Yeah, you didn't really hide that one.
0: <laughs> there's also, it's all on 1989, um, there are many Harry Styles songs. What, there's a big conspiracy theory that the two of them like hit someone with their car, because there's a song she sings, like, secretly murdered Wait. someone, and it was like a whole secret. Because in a song about Harry Styles, she sings about them getting in a car accident, which they did. They both did together, but the, I don't know. Then they connected it to no body, no crime. And they, oh, he no. sings a song about a, se- a secret. I don't know. So, so
2: wait. So, the, the, th- the theory here is is that they, they murdered somebody and
1: disposed uh, of the body?
0: They committed vehicular manslaughter, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow.
1: This is like... Do you remember the 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 theory about In the Air Tonight for the longest time? Oh, yeah, that it wasn't about, like, watching a man drown? That it really was about, like, yeah, like, Phil Collins watched somebody drown and let him die. And that was really what it was about. <laughs> it's like, because he, <laughs> you know, he says, like, if you told me you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. Yeah. It's like, well no, it's not about
0: <laughs> it's not literal. It's
1: definitely not about him watching someone die. <laughs> you know,
2: that Phil Collins might not have watched somebody drown to death, but you know who probably did? RuPaul.
1: <laughs> really? What?
2: there's this quote from Rupal. It, was, it was kind of, he, he was using it as a metaphor where he was, he was somewhere like at a, a lake and he was looking out his window and there was somebody that was struggling to, to stay above water and Rupal references this as sort of like understanding other people but doesn't give you the end of the story so it's like, wait, did Rupal just admit to watching somebody drown in death?
1: <laughs> just went, oh, I'm going to reflect on this. <laughs> it's too bad he couldn't come up with a great drum solo about it. No, <laughs> then it would go. be legendary. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think I don't think Taylor Swift and Harry Styles, who knows, killed someone. Right? They did
0: get in a car accident. They were fine. Well, That's unfortunate. But they did. Um, I'm glad they're f- they're <laughs> fine. glad they're okay now. They're I fine. Hope
2: they're, I hope somebody wasn't murdered. I guess.
0: Yeah, I uh, really hope somebody wasn't murdered. I'm just saying if you if you do search Taylor Swift Harry Styles vehicular manslaughter, it is a very common theory. By What's who, it? though? Yeah. <laughs> all of us, Sydney. All of us.
1: <laughs> Wait, you don't believe this.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Uh-huh. The, is this... If you, like, play Taylor's albums in a certain order, is there, like, a confession in, in this? Yeah. Is that what right. all, the, all this coding is leading up to... I mean, like, yeah, I actually murdered a man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You've got to be careful, because there, there... Now, there is a Venn diagram, Riley, and you have to watch out, because there are people... Who believe all these Taylor Swift conspiracy theories? And then there are people who think that Donald Trump's going to be president again in August. City. And there is a crossover there somewhere. There's someone in the
0: middle. There is not a crossover there. <laughs> I don't know. There's no crossover at <laughs> all. There are two separate circles. Mm-hmm. Although,
2: Riley, if this is true, I don't think you should be speaking out about it on a platform. Oh, I'm just
0: saying T- Taylor Swift Taylor and Harry Styles are gonna show up in their car pay you a visit <laughs> Taylor Taylor wrote a whole song about literally murdering a man on her most recent album <laughs>
2: Literally murdering a man.
0: Literally murdering a man. Nobody, no crime is literally her describing murdering a man and knowing how to if, clean up the scene and dispose of the body. <laughs> if they show up
1: with a car to try to murder you with a car, that's it. I'm calling the Fast and the Furious crew. <laughs> We're getting Dom down here. It's all about family. We'll fight back with our cars. We'll have a car back. Car fight!
0: Uh-huh. Car fight! Car fight. <laughs> um, then they transform. <laughs>
1: Mm. that sure. never happened well now i haven't seen the most recent fast and furious i don't know maybe is it a crossover maybe oh, I wish that would happen <laughs> if the cars transformed all of it would make more sense honestly yeah because why do they always use the cars to solve the crimes
0: and catch the bad guys why do they use the cars it's what they have they it's, use the cars it's <laughs> like the grown-up version of cars and cars too the cars are the furious? people yes
2: you know, that's now there's a franchise that I have seen one and one movie alone, and it was like the eighth. I don't know, <laughs> eight fast, eight furious. It was oh, deep no. in the franchise. A fast eight
1: furious. That, would, that would be Fate oh. of the Furious. Oh, wow. I think that actually them? is the one. Wow, you know them. That's right. You, uh, well, I, 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 I have a podcast about them. <laughs> I
2: do think that those movies are written, though, so that if you want to step in and watch any one of them, that's totally uh-huh. fine. You know, uh-huh. there's not the plot is here's a guy, here's a bad guy
1: cars it it would be fun to there's one tokyo drift three fast three is like a um standalone story sort of except it ties in at the very end so it'd be a really fun one to just watch because like the whole story you'd get i mean you there's nobody in it that's Mm -hmm. the same until like the very end when dom shows up and you'd be like what is this (laughs) like why am i supposed to be excited right now? (laughs) (laughs) what is happening um you guys should really watch those movies. The, see, there, it seems like it's about cars, but it's not. It's Is about it family. about
0: family? It's about family. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and cars. Um, so, Harry Styles. Right. He started as a boy band member mm-hmm. um, that Simon Cowell put together. Oh. You know that on The X Factor? Um, I didn't know. I didn't know he was responsible. The, the British X Factor, I guess. Um, they would, like, people would audition individually and then they'd kind of group them to perform mm. together. And he grouped together the one direction boys and they became one direction um
1: that was well after a time i was never like the only boy band that i got into at all was new kids on the block and everyone since i was too old to like latch on to so that was past me i never was a one direct not that i disliked it just wasn't i felt too old for that
0: yeah i um. i will say i also was never a a directioner oh is that 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 what they're called Yes, mm. I never was. I would listen to some of their music very casually, but I did. I was at the age where I did have friends that were like deeply into One Direction, like mm. rooms covered in the posters and went to concerts and all that kind of stuff. So, so they went with Directioners when Wonders was right there. Yeah, yeah.
1: what's that all about? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Because if you because if, it was One Direction, and if you made it Wonders, it would look like the eaters. Oh, well, okay. That's you're right. That's something much. Else. Much, Much like, like in that, the, thing, in the, you in that thing you do, one of the best movies of all time. Why have I not talked about that? That someday. Hold on. <laughs> <know>. Hold on. <laughs> Love that thing. you now, do Riley has.
2: Have any other members of One Direction uh, gone off to have successful solo careers?
0: Uh, well, they went off to have solo careers. <laughs> oh. okay <laughs> i think what happened is harry styles was the only one that was pretty successful mm. they did they broke up i don't know why they did actually again i was never deeply into them so i don't know why they broke up or stopped maybe they making just music. grew up i don't know maybe they grew up they wanted to make their own music um i think one of them left first because he wanted to go solo and then that kind of just led to the deterioration from there um, the
1: not niall zane
0: oh I think zane is
1: one named Niall? Yes. He has a solo career, doesn't he? Yes. Because I think at some of, point
0: they all have released
1: solo songs. One of his songs came on the radio, and I thought, I think that is a One Direction. Yes.
0: There's a Niall, <laughs> Liam, Louie, Zayn, and Harry. Took me a while to figure out. The, yes, mm-hmm. they're, the, that was One Direction. Um,
1: they how, all, how old am I that sometimes songs just come on the radio in my life? Yeah, I
0: try not to think about that. Cause <laughs> it took me a while to process what you had just said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean it's like you know satellite radio but like oh, at I least do just,
0: satellite i do just turn on a channel and let songs play. anyway carry mm-hmm. on um but yeah they all have had solo careers i think at some point i know at least like two or three of the other ones have harry's the only one who actually has blown up in the way that he has mm-hmm. in a way that like i i listened to a lot of harry styles and i never listened to one direction besides like the one or two really, really popular songs that blew up. Yeah. Um,
1: I had only heard from this album, um, obviously Watermelon Sugar, because the children are obsessed, which I, like, they have not, I, I think they've even seen the music video with us, and I don't think, I mean, if you're a little kid, it's just like, look at those, look at those people having fun on the beach look eating watermelon. Kids on the beach. Look at all those kids on the beach eating watermelon. Look what a fun time they're having. That's great. And yeah. so I really think that's the level that they're uh, grasping this song. And that's Cooper, uh, watermelon is one of her favorite foods. That kid will eat an entire watermelon if you let her. Like, no joke. I have to stop her because she will just continue to eat watermelon until she runs out. So mm-hmm. that is that is the, where the love came from. But sure. that song and uh, kind Kindness treat one. People treat with treat kindness. People with Kindness. Mm-hmm. Yes. That one, I had heard those two and that's it. I had never heard any of the other ones. Really? mm
0: I, I hey, really, have you heard any? I,
2: I don't think I'd heard the, the, the watermelon song and that was <laughs> it. So this was all new for me. I'm just I'm just trying to think through the lyrics like what an adorable reading of that song. Just if you really do think like, oh, yeah, a watermelon sugar high. That's just like when you eat so much sugar from watermelon that you kind of you kind of like, super excited because yeah. you got a sugar rush. That's what
1: that song's sugar about. Yeah. that's about. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That is really like they just they just think it's fun and yep. watermelon's great great. And...
2: That's adorable.
1: Love the beach.
2: It's so they wrong, like, but it's
1: adorable. They they both are fans of Harry. The other way in which Harry Styles would come into our life is they, uh, Charlie was looking over my shoulder when uh, the, was it Vogue that Harry Styles was yeah. on? Was that the magazine where he was on the cover wearing a dress? Yes. And people decided to get all excited about it. Yeah. In positive and negative ways. Right. Anyway, uh, Charlie was looking and was like, oh, I love that dress. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? And I was like, well, this is Harry Styles. yeah. Um,
0: I w- I will say though, obviously I don't it was a good dress. I don't really care if he wears a dress. You can wear whatever he wants. Yeah He is treated now like a modern fashion icon. Mm-hmm. But when you look at some of the outfits he wears, it's like, why do we let him get away with this? Why do we <laughs> tell him this is like recently, where was he? It was at uh, the music Awards, uh, the the Grammys. And he was wearing like a purple boa. And a plaid, like yellow tie. I don't know. I was looking at it. I was like, I think if anyone else wore this, we would tell them this is not good.
2: <laughs> well, that, I mean, look, there's there's nothing wrong with challenging, you know, gender constructs with your clothing. I think that's powerful. But there's yeah. still style.
1: <laughs> there's still style. There, there and it's is. in his name. I, I think that there's, um, and we can we can dive into this more in just a second. But I I think that I think there's a a messy, um, like lovable thing that happens with Harry Styles. Yeah. He, he looks he's always looked sort of messy but in that messy it's like a it's like a scruffy lovable thing mm-hmm. and yeah. part of it is did you put that outfit together? <laughs> I,
2: I do believe that, that that must be the case.
0: <laughs> yeah I'm looking back and his outfit when he accepted his Grammy this year was like a pale nude and pink sweater vest that was striped horizontally and then a yellow plaid coat over it and then a purple boa and it's like i is it is it is it fashion yeah i don't know is it well that's um i, I feel
2: like i saw a lot of people in my circles kind of skewer him because it's like oh we we love that you're wearing a dress but why is it that dress
0: yeah <laughs> his performance outfit at the grammys though oh that was Wonderful! It was like a full like leather suit, but he didn't wear a shirt under the jacket. It was just like a leather suit jacket, leather pants, and then a big old boa. It was very good.
2: He likes those boas. Oh,
0: well, yeah. he loves uh, those boas.
2: Uh, Express yeah. yourself, whatever.
1: He's got a thing. <laughs> it's boas. Um. Well, I want to talk more about this, but before we do that,
0: let's check the group message. Let's go. Oh,
1: I just stole that from my other podcast. Yes, let's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excuse me. What? <laughs> That's what Justin always says when we go to the billing department. Says, oh. Let's go. See, and, yeah, I anyway, I just, sorry. Oh, oh no, are we? I stole his patter. Your lawyer? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to sue myself. Uh, um, this is Justin
2: McElroy's IP.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I Legally, I own 50% of it, so okay. it's fine. Let's. <laughs> there you go. Um, so it can be hard cooking all the time. Um, lately, it's been exhausting. I've, we've all been very busy, I know.'ve um, I've felt particularly busy lately and cooking every night and trying to come up with something um, that the kids will like and all that. Uh, it's just exhausting. And there's some nights where I'm like, I just want uh, a, a magic fairy. I want a wish upon a star and a magic fairy will deliver delicious food from my favorite local restaurants right to my door. But that magic fairy already exists. Yes. I didn't have to wish it into existence. Wow, it's doordash. Uh, It's so easy to order food through DoorDash. Um, You get the app, you open it up, you choose where you want food from. And uh, it's a great way to support a lot of your local places. We've done that a a ton this past year um, to try to support local restaurants that have really been struggling uh, throughout the pandemic. Um, you can order whatever you want from there and then your food is left safely outside your door. They have contactless delivery. Um, so it's all sitting right there and they, they notify you the whole time. You know when they're coming, you know when they're close, you know when the food's there. They send you a little picture and say, hey, we dropped off your food. It's perfect. Um, and uh, you, you can try that too. And they don't just, you don't just have to do food. Like Mm -hmm. you can get food from a restaurant, but you can also get things from like convenience stores. So if you're out of something uh, and you need it right away, DoorDash will help you out. So it's a great way to support your local restaurants, eat something delicious, all from the comfort of your own home. Taylor, if our listeners want to check out DoorDash, what should they do?
2: Well, right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more and zero delivery fees for their first month when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BUFFERING. That's $5 off your first order and zero delivery fees for a month when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BUFFERING. Don't forget, that's code BUFFERING for $5 off your first order with
0: DoorDash so much like how we were talking about olivia rodrigo's album and how it had all sorts of different styles and also lots of influences that were very clear um i was looking into all the different styles in fine line um which he has two albums he has harry styles which was his first like self-titled album um and then fine line which came out in the end of 2019 um But I was interested in looking up all the influences in his music because I feel like it has a bunch of different styles going on as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of different vibes. Watermelon Sugar is very different from like Falling, which is very much like a piano ballad type song, but also Mm -hmm. She is very like, Groovy type psychedelic vibes. Uh, she gave me very
1: strong George Harrison mm-hmm. feel. Yeah. That was that was the references. I was listening to that. I thought yeah. this felt like Beatles George Harrison Beatles kind of music.
0: Yeah, um,
2: yeah. I was, I I noticed that I picked up on that. And there's even like kind of a
1: a moment of some Pink Floyd in certain parts
0: mm-hmm. that I kind of dug. Like mm-hmm. she
1: was one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I really liked that. It it it. There were some musical themes that. I really like in music. Mm-hmm.
0: He uh, he said his main influences were David Bowie, Van Morrison, Paul McCartney, and Joni Mitchell. Uh-huh. Um, and he actually said, I guess, in Joni Mitchell's album Blue, she used the dulcimer. Oh. So he was inspired by that and tracked down the woman who built the dulcimer used in her album and requested lessons. So then she built Harry Styles his own dulcimer, which was used during the album's recording. Wow. I know. That's fascinating. Also, he said he uh, took shrooms <laughs> during the recording and writing process.
1: <laughs> Love that. So there's that. Love that. <laughs> I, can, I can see that in some. I also thought um, the song Treat People With Kindness, which I had heard before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I heard it, I didn't realize it was Harry Styles. And the musical reference that I thought of, it, ma- it reminded me of Polyphonic Spree. Oh. Huh. I don't know. It had that feel. There's some. There's some parts of his music that are just very happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which surprises me that it's, He said it's about having sex and being sad yeah. because there. I mean, I. That's there. I'm not saying like. Right. There are sad songs. Like falling is a very down tempo. You know. Song, Makes but like. Cry. But there are also songs that I felt like were. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, um, golden joy is is one of those songs that as soon as it like the music at the beginning mm-hmm. comes on. It's like, oh, this is, like, the intro to my my self-titled coming-of-age movie. <laughs> or, like, you know, in, like, Perks of Being a Wallflower, she's standing up through the roof of the car, like, going through the tunnel. Like, yes, these are the vibes I'm getting. Like, very happy and light and, I don't know, also mm-hmm. the kind of music you can just have on in the background that just kind of makes you feel good. You don't have to listen too hard. Yeah. It
1: definitely has that. It's And there's some playful songs towards the end that I really like. and That's, mm-hmm. that's something I always thought Harry Styles does well, is he, he sort of has this sort of, like you can't take things too awfully seriously Mm -hmm. playful vibe. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, Watermelon Sugar is the second song on the album. It like sets that tone. It's like, all right, here you go. Okay. Is this...
1: (laughs) I have a question about Watermelon Sugar. Oh, no. If I had just heard that song, Uh I would not have necessarily, I'm just being honest, assumed it was about
0: sex right i i mean i just thought it was about like did you like know. cooper also think it was about him enjoying some tasty watermelon
1: i don't know i don't know that i would have i don't know like when, when you watch the video it's a lot more clear uh-huh. what we're talking about <laughs> but I, I didn't it didn't occur to me what i until when i first listened to the song it was just like summer and you know, yeah. love in the summer and like making out with people, and mm-hmm. it's sweet and it's summer, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. So did, Sticky. <laughs> <I> don't know. <laughs> did you
2: think the song Cherry Pie by Warrant was about some good, good cherry pie? <laughs> i
1: <I'm> just asking. <laughs> It it
0: didn't, it just didn't occur to me like how obvious, oh like everybody's God. like obvious and I'm like, oh, oh, it's like oh. that episode of Glee where Miss Pillsbury makes them the celibacy club perform afternoon delight because she thinks it's about having some dessert in the afternoon. Yeah. It's just like that.
1: I will say, though, in her defense, which I never thought I would be saying something in defense of Miss Pillsbury from Glee. Uh, afternoon go. Delight is if there is a song that makes you want to have sex less than Afternoon Delight. <laughs> I don't know what it, I'm not saying I don't like it. I like uh-huh. the song, but there is nothing about it that makes me think. Yeah, just, I'm just saying. It uh, just
2: makes me think of Anchor Man, which, yes, does not it's inspire yeah. me.
1: Well. That that is the yes, that is now where where that connotation is. Yeah, (laughs) I
2: I, want to make a whole playlist of songs that are innocuously about sex, but not really that innocuous yet. Sydney might not get it.
1: (laughs) 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 I wonder it it made me wonder, like, how many songs out there have I just been like, casually enjoying not knowing like yeah. this song is about sex well,
0: I just throw some in that playlist that aren't about sex but maybe <laughs> it really can seem me. like they could be just throw her off i
2: mean maybe it's more so because when they when the metaphor is like a food related one i mean i kind of get it too because i'm like i don't know i mean i would just happily sing about delicious watermelon or, or cherry pie <laughs> those <laughs> are
1: good Watermelon's things. great watermelon's great <laughs> watermelon i'm just saying uh, especially in the summer. Especially <laughs> mm-hmm. in the summer.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, I do think the reason that Harry Styles was the only one of them to be successful, because they all did have music. I think Niall Horn was probably the closest to being as successful, but nowhere near the same level, was because he went the farthest away from boy band sound Mm -hmm. like there is not a single song in this album that to me is reminiscent at all of his one direction era and he he sounds grown up and Mm -hmm. also none of it is pop like that's true pop ish it is pop like it's a pop album yeah but it's not boy band pop no you know what i mean
1: well it's not um it's not like supposed to be uh, a lot of that sort of pop music, like mm-hmm. the boy band stuff, and the and the, the not just boys, but like there were the girl band equivalents, both mm-hmm. solo artists, and all of that music is supposed to be like a lot more um, widespread, and it's like this is going to appeal to a lot of people, right. basically. And yeah. I feel like this is not obviously it's popular, but it's not going to appeal to everyone. Yeah, so. It it does move away from that, like, yes, we've got the hook. Everyone is going to get this earworm, and we're done.
0: Everyone's going to know exactly what we're talking about when we sing about watermelon sugar. (laughs) Everyone's going to get it.
1: It, It's no step-by-step to reference a boy band that I loved. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. You you don't know the song Step-by-Step?
0: No. Well, you have to... (laughs) Well I think that's the end of the podcast and not just this episode. I think like all of it. Sydney <laughs> just completely just
1: got quiet.
2: Like no. Oh, I don't I don't know what we I've can do. I've never go seen Sydney
1: get quiet like that. <laughs> I can't believe you never heard you never even heard of it? No. Step by
0: step. Ooh baby. You've never I'm, even heard I'm, of it? Wait, hold, please keep singing me more Gonna of it. I'm sure then I'll know what you're
1: saying. Never? No.
0: Gosh, I'm how, is that new kids on the block yes that is new kids see, on the Block. see okay i couldn't tell you a single new kids on the block anything i had the dolls like <laughs> member song album none of it that was it that was the boy band of my era
1: well,
0: i don't know i'm only Tay, you peripherally into, aware of nsync and backstreet boys weren't you into nsync briefly no or was it backstreet hey. boys
2: uh, my friends were. they In fact, I, I believe that there was a falling out in my, we're talking middle school friend circle, because some of the mm-hmm. girls really loved NSYNC and some of them liked Backstreet Boys and you couldn't love both. You had to pick a <laughs> no, side. And I'm in the middle like, have you heard the good word about Sailor Moon? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, if you like boy bands maybe you'd like this girl gang of superheroes <laughs> very
2: similar please watch anime with me uh, but uh, I, I, I did listen to uh, I think more Backstreet Boys than Sync. Uh, I don't know it was like you couldn't avoid it it was everywhere it was in all the supermarkets and on the radio so you know I, it did have the same sort of I was going to say, was there a breakaway? they obviously in sync. There was Justin Timberlake. I, mm-hmm, did any mm-hmm. of the Backstreet Boys make it out of the boys to men? <laughs> <laughs> did they? I don't know. I guess Nick had a brief career as a solo
1: artist, but then that definitely didn't continue. Uh, I don't think so. I think, yeah, I don't. I mean, no. if they did, I don't remember. I mean, but I, I also, I never was. I mean, I know a lot more about New Kids on the Block. <laughs> and none of them had particularly successful they each tried, like mm-hmm. several of them tried, but like nobody had
0: so big, giant. J T and Harry Styles both Beyonce'd. Yes, mm. yes, yeah.
2: That's got to be hard when you're yeah. in a, a group like that, and you know that probability says one of you is going to be the one. <laughs> <and> it continues. <laughs> like, it's like a
1: Highlander situation. There can only be one. Yeah. It's you know though it's rare like there there are the Beatles where three of four oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah. Poor Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> well, Three and four were really successful yeah. solo artists. but I, I, uh, what do you,
2: I mean, I wonder what it is about Harry Styles. Because I found this, like, this is not my style of music necessarily. But I did find it, mm-hmm. on the whole, a very, I don't know how to say this, but this was a very attractive album. Every idea he yeah. was putting out there, every song, like, this is just, I feel like... This is a very attractive stranger at a bar that I'm like, you're not my thing, but you're probably everybody's thing in a way.
0: <laughs> yeah. My theory is when you listen to the some of the music that the other members of One Direction put out, it's either like too far. I'm trying to be grown up now. I'm not in a boy band. I mean, I think it's Liam, I think, put out a single that was supposed to be like super like sexy club vibes. And literally at one point and it says like used to be in 1D. Like, now I'm free dancing in the club. Like, too far in oh, that no, direction. No. Too far that way. Um, trying to <laughs> trying to show he's not, not a kid anymore, I guess. Um, Harry Styles waited the perfect amount of time until his audience went from 13 to 14-year-old, mostly young American girls, even though none of them are American. No. Which I always found fascinating. That it oh, were they like, not
1: a bigger deal in the UK? I assumed One Direction was like, I know Americans liked it, but I assumed it was, like, huge in the UK.
0: I want it. I mean, I'm sure it was a big deal in the UK as well. But, I mean, I feel like as much as they had going on in the U.S., it was, like, the, I don't know, Mm -hmm. as big a deal here, I guess. Um, He waited the perfect amount of time until all of those fans had grown up to be, like, 17, 18 like not listening to the boy band music anymore, but still have that nostalgic vibe, but like, aren't going to go with Liam Payne and go all the way in the other direction. Like this kind of music. Isn't my vibe. He put out his first album. It's like, now, wait a minute. Now you're grown up just like me, but not in a weird way. Right.
1: Well, I I also think aside from the fact that like the music's good, I enjoyed listening to it and it is so different. um, I think uh, I I was impressed with him on Saturday night live. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, he's funny yeah, and he got so many like, he got where things were going. You, you get the impression that like, he's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's creative. Mm-hmm. He's intelligent. He like, he gives off that vibe. Like he's thinking about this mm-hmm. and he's trying to make something and he's trying to do something and say something. And you don't always get that vibe from an artist. You can be mm-hmm. super talented and not necessarily have that sort of creative inspiration thing where you're going right. to, and he, I don't know. He strikes me as somebody who does. Yeah. Well, I think it makes
2: sense because I th- I saw a, a, an article that was talking about this album and it said that he's sort of the in, he's the antithesis to toxic masculinity, which I found interesting because mm-hmm. it made me think like what is the appeal when you're a teenage girl and you're listening to boy bands? Like the appeal there is very much that. It's it's young men being emotionally vulnerable like you know, centering love and and relationships and, 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 and feelings, which is so the antithesis of what our society calls for young men to do. And he just kind of evolved that into his adult persona, because mm-hmm. that's still very much what he's doing with his music. It's very respectful of the women he's singing about. It's very vulnerable, like... He didn't feel the he didn't fly off in a different direction. He just had the same appeal, but a more grown up version of it, and that makes sense. That right, his audience that is now in their twenties, thirties, like it still can still come to him for the same sort of
1: vibe.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. I'm not gonna talk about Taylor Swift every time, but I mean, it's like the same <laughs> thing we talked about with her. Her fans are all the same. I listened to her when I was eight, and now I listen to her when I'm almost twenty one. But because She's not making the same music and didn't change it. He's making the same vibes, but...
1: You could also make audience. the case that they're both trying to do... Um I, I think that Harry Styles strikes me, I mean, as much as any celebrity really can. He, he comes off as more approachable. He mm-hmm. comes off as... There's something about him, even when he is, like, really dressed up and, you know, obviously styled. He uh-huh. comes off just a little... A little, like scruffy a little like you could have a conversation with him Mm -hmm. like that is his thing and i think taylor swift tries to hold on to that the idea that like i'm i'm just folks kind of thing they both pull it off and and, i mean no celebrity really is right like they're super talented and beautiful and famous and like how i would never actually approach him
0: if i saw him no (laughs) i wouldn't
1: i wouldn't but like i think he definitely gives that vibe um it was very believable on saturday night live when the dog when the song Uh jones transforms into harry styles Uh And he's like her little buddy who's her dog boyfriend. And also he's Harry Styles. And it was all very believable. He was adorable. He wore a little sweater. Is that why you think he's scruffy? Because you saw him as a dog in an (sighs) SNL sketch? It was yes and no. Because (laughs) in that moment, I thought, well, of course the dog turns into Harry Styles. Like (laughs) He's this adorable little buddy she has. He looks so cute in that little sweater. Okay.
0: See, this is what's happened is you're right (laughs) in that right age group where you don't listen to Harry Styles. You're like, Wow an attractive man you're like oh look at him he's an adorable
2: little buddy i love that is the description of harry styles
1: (laughs) well i feel like i'm too old for him so i can't i don't know aren't i how old is harry styles uh i'm much too old for him question I actually do not Not that that i'm like not that that are you working the numbers shooting (laughs) my shot or something (laughs) do i have a chance
0: (laughs) do i have a chance with harry styles is what i'm 27 yeah (laughs) see he's a baby um yeah i'm over a decade older than that guy i I will say though i think what i forget is i always think of him as just he was in one direction and then almost immediately after they broke up and not immediately but within the time he could make music he was you know super famous but he really wasn't it was more so he put out that first self-titled album which like did well but the reason fine line did so well is because at the same time he was doing all the more cultural stuff of like wearing a dress on the cover of Vogue and doing interviews about how he doesn't, you know, conform to a gender identity or a sexuality or anything like that. And all those kinds of ideas, like he was doing all that kind of stuff, which made him like everyone was talking about him for good or bad reasons, Mm -hmm. but also he had music out. So everyone listened to that. And that's kind of,
2: is that, I I wasn't aware how, how (laughs) he identifies or does he just not identify, (laughs) which I respect.
1: I think he just doesn't. That is the, from it, I mean, I don't know From if it's a I more understand. recent interview, yeah. but the the things I've read that he said in the past is kind of like, I don't, I'm not going to engage with the conversation because I don't think it should matter. Mm-hmm. Which is always, I mean, like I totally understand mm-hmm. that perspective. I think it's sometimes a tough one mm-hmm. because not everybody is so lucky to be able to, be to able have to, that yeah. sort of stance. Um, I think that's the important thing to remember. Yeah, but I, I see what he's trying to do, mm-hmm. and I do appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Um, Because I know his big thing with the the clothes he would wear that he said, you know, I don't know why this is a thing we have to talk about. I don't see them as like, quote unquote, girl clothes. They're just clothes. Like part of his whole thing was just trying to not define any of what he was doing because I don't know. And then not define himself, which I get. Um, But yeah, all all of that happening, I think, was also fed into the success of this album Mm -hmm. um, and made him like put him at the level he is at. Of not just, he's not just singer, he's celebrity, if that makes sense. I feel like there's a celebrity. difference between people you're like, they make music, and then, oh, they are a celebrity that is just, everyone mm-hmm. knows who Harry Styles is, obviously. yeah um, So.
2: Yeah, it's so going from yeah. your, pe- your, people love you for what you do, to people love you for who you are.
0: Exactly, mm-hmm. yes. I mean, I
1: enjoy him. <laughs> I have a good... Mm-hmm. I have a good connotation of him well, when yeah. I see him or hear him. I think, oh, that's, that's good. Uh, nice. Yeah, good Harry style. Well, buddy, <laughs>
2: good little buddy. Well, when I was preparing for this episode and listening to the album, I listened to it a couple times. And usually, like you know, when when either of you bring music to the table, like I'll stop and like, oh, that song has emotions that I can relate to. Like I'm gonna take note of that. And at first, I was like, oh no! Like I listened to this album a couple times, and I I enjoyed it the whole way, but I never felt the need to stop and like re to a specific song that spoke to me more than others mm-hmm. it just was all just kind of a a fun a, a nice lighthearted. it's emotive but not too emotive it's personal but not too personal mm-hmm. it's a very smart album that's just very I think you listen to it as a whole piece you know it's not really mm-hmm. as segmented as some albums are
0: yeah, it's, it's a, a trip.
2: It's a vibe. Yeah,
0: it's a vibe. It's a
1: trip. Yeah. That's what it is, yeah. as you kids
2: would say. <laughs> it is a vibe. I just put it on while I was cleaning my kitchen, and like I, I listened to it all. My kitchen's clean. What did I hear?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it was nice. Yeah. It does have those those vibes where you can turn it on and just have it on. Mm-hmm. Not all artists, like some of them, you need if you're going to listen, you have to listen to yeah. it. Yeah, um, I think this is just vibes and i think sometimes we we sort of view that as
2: lesser music if it doesn't challenge you and i'm very much of the opposite mindset like no i yeah i like music that sometimes isn't challenging (laughs) it's just enjoyable
0: right i need to escape the challenge let me just listen to harry styles sing about watermelon yeah 90 percent
2: of the music it's just about watermelon yeah sometimes i just want (laughs) to hear a a beautiful man sing about watermelon
1: (laughs) (laughs) just about watermelon just that's all it's about Yep. Riley, thank you for having us all listen to this beautiful man singing about watermelons.
0: <laughs> thank you all for that listening to this beautiful boy. man singing about watermelons. <laughs> that Hi, scrappy little, little buddy.
2: Scrappy buddy who sings about watermelons. <laughs> scrappy buddy Harry
0: Styles. <laughs> Do you have the Twitter? You verified on Twitter. Do you think you can tweet that at him enough that... Well yeah, you get it trending. We all we all start calling him our scrabby little buddy. I don't know. I feel like that's good for his know.
2: PR. They might pick up on
1: that. That's a good framing yeah. of him. Yeah. I mean that is how I think about him. Like in a totally positive way. Yeah. I don't I no, hope I that know. doesn't sound no, like I know. you know, demeaning. Yeah. I, I really mean like he seems lovable. Yeah. He seems well he seems well meaning and earnest and anybody out there who's trying to make things while seeming earnest and like I and not meaning harm to someone I, I have to appreciate on some level
0: yeah. yeah
2: well I think you know there's always a controlled aspect of celebrity but at the end of the day even if you're putting an idea of you out there we can still kind of judge you based on what idea you think you want to put out in the world and clearly this is mm. this is the persona that he thinks the world wants to see which I think is very mm-hmm. positive harmless mm-hmm. safe <laughs> that's okay
0: yeah well, thank you all for listening to this beautiful man with me <laughs> sing <laughs> about watermelon. Anytime.
1: I'm sure we will we will be listening to the watermelon song many many times in this house.
0: <laughs> Sydney, what is next? I think the time oh, no. the oh, no. time
1: has come.
0: i had um, forgotten. That's right,
1: my little friends. Your scruffy buddies. <laughs> uh, my hey, scruffy buddies. It's time for Greece too. Oh, here it is. That's right. We've waited this long. I've put it off as long. I can't wait any longer. Like a whole
0: year and a half.
1: I know. It's time for Grease 2, Uh, an important film to me, and probably some other people (laughs) out there. Maybe. Unappreciated. Underappreciated. Grease is still the word in Grease 2. (laughs) Please watch Grease 2. I mean, we now contractually have to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And if you don't fall in love with Michelle
0: Pfeiffer in Greece too, I don't know what to say. (laughs) I've not seen this movie in so long. I mean,
2: I'm entering in love actively with Michelle Pfeiffer, so I think that's going to take the edge off for me.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. And she eats that hamburger, bud. Okay, well, (laughs) anyway. (laughs) This is... So, thanks. thanks is that a metaphor? Thanks. Is that is that a watermelon okay.
2: situation, or is it a real hamburger? Oh, is it? I just thought I just liked the way she ate a hamburger. Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> Sydney. <All right>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you both. This has been fun um revealing thank you listeners uh check out harry styles if you've never heard of him you should listen to his album fine line because it was really good and it's been out for a couple of years so like what are you doing right. thank you
2: sydney for promoting this small independent scruffy buddy artist on our massive <laughs> indie <giant> artist. podcast
1: <laughs> i really want my scruffy buddy harry styles <laughs> to pick up some more listeners <laughs> Sydney Scruffy Buddy <laughs> Harry Styles. <laughs> it's about time he got he got a little notice, it's a little recognition. Of the radar that guy. You got to get him out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you should go to maximumfun.org. <laughs> Check out all the podcasts. They're not all about my Scruffy Buddy, but he might be in some of them. You never know. Check them all out. Uh, you can tweet at us at stillbuff you can email us at stillbufferingatmaximumfun.org if you have thoughts or suggestions or questions or comments and thank you to the, to the
0: novellas for our theme song baby change your mind this has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us i am riley smurl i'm sydney mcroy and i'm taylor smurl i am still buffering and i am too i like how now i'm just never gonna fall him the right style, it's just sydney's crappy buddy <laughs> <Everybody>. <laughs> Scruffy Buddy has to be on our pen next year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> scruffy Buddy with his, his curly black hair and a little boa. <laughs> be, my yeah. be my Scruffy Buddy. Be <laughs> my Scruffy Buddy. Scruffy <laughs> Buddy.
2: The line of Harry Styles Valentines.
0: <laughs> Since the dawn of time, screenwriters have taken months to craft their stories. But now, three Hollywood professionals shall attempt the impossible break a story in one hour that's right here on story break i freddie wong matt arnold and will campos the creators behind award-winning shows like video game high school have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie now an awesome movie starts with an awesome title i chose the billionaire's marriage valley mine was christmas pregnant paradise (laughs) okay next we need a protagonist so i've heard wario best described as libertarian (laughs) and of course every great movie needs a stellar pitch In order to to get to heaven sometimes you gotta raise a little hell oh, that's the tag <laughs> check out story break every week on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts MaximumFun.org comedy and culture artist owned, audience supported